This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for Kiss Army deserters, defectors, and draft dodgers. I am Scott Malone, and with me is my co-host, Ski Bum, Chris Cook. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Hey, buddy. That's kind of like your catchphrase, hey? Hey, buddy? Every every show you start off with, hey, buddy. <laughs> it's like you're kind of like Polly Shore kind of thing. He's one of my heroes. He's one of the best, yeah. right? For yeah. like a very brief window of time, he legitimately was. He was like <laughs> a huge, huge star. Big Polly Shore guy, huh? Well, Let's run them down. We got Encino Man. Yes. We got Biodome. Yes. We got In the Army Now. And that's it. Son-in-Law. Oh, yeah. And Jury Duty. Jury Duty. And yeah. he's in a goofy movie. Remember? It's the leaning tower of Cheesa. <laughs> the weasel. Yeah, yeah. No, it's weasel. <laughs> and you're like wheezing the juice. <sighs> yeah. I, I thought it might, Hey Buddy is more of a Canadian thing. Like, Hey Buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. But it's like just a a go to. It's. I mean, it's fine. It's just like I can always. I was like, hey, buddy. You know, you kind of like a little like sheepish, like a little like playful. I think it's like a kind of cute, diminutive way of saying hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. How are you, my friend? It's been a while. It, it's it's been a while. It's great to be back. And listeners, we apologize. Yeah. But life life gets in the way. Life happens, and life, we've as, life finds a way. It's great and Thank as you. we've said on uh, most of our episodes recently we have said uh that we have just had to reschedule and reschedule yeah and this time it was no different yep just had... one thing after another uh-huh. um, between car trouble and mm-hmm. leaky pipes and yeah okay injuries let's <laughs> okay i was i was teasing this before we got started and i just want to get into this story please okay please. so as scott said car trouble and i'm going to breeze through that part of the story because it's not as interesting so i was driving home from easter dinner with my family i had beth and our dog were in the car and our i felt i was turning onto the main freeway in edmonton the anthony henday ring road around the town and i could feel my car shaking and i said to her like something's wrong and as i start was pulling over the wheel fell off my car and like <laughs> rolled away so long story short, get it towed. A couple of days, like the next day, I go to get a rental car. And I went to a rental car place, which is just north of downtown Edmonton. If you know Edmonton, it's on 101st Street and 106th Ave, which is like kind of a seedier yeah. part. It's like there's nothing little, wrong with it. A tiny little pocket of it. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a big homeless shelter near there that does really good work. Anyways, I'm walking through there, and I see this guy out front, and he's like wearing this blue blazer and like... Like me, like pretty short shorts, and he's an older dude, and I thought I recognized him, and then I went back and I went in, got my car, and they like just sit and wait, and this guy came in, and he had with him an assistant who was kind of like this tattooed bearded guy, and they had had like two cell phones, and I was like, no, and it was, hold on, let me, I wrote down his name so I wouldn't forget, uh, so you saw the Firefest documentary, yeah, Andy King. The older dude who was like told he had to go blow the dude no. to get water was in Edmonton. And I 
what? I when I was outside of the place, I was just like, no, because that's who I thought it was. I was like, is that no? There's no way he would be here. And so he came inside, and they were talking about Justin Bieber's management. And he said at the at the till he said his last name was King. And so I was just sitting there like quickly googling on my phone like Firefest King. It's Jesus Christ, it's him. And he's apparently and this is me from like snooping. He's on a speaking tour and he was starting in Edmonton and going to like Calgary and into the mountains. What? It was so strange. And I tried to get a I like I was gonna wait to try to get a picture with him oh, but they like immediately they got in their car and i like tried to sneak a couple pictures as they were driving away but i couldn't, couldn't get, get it. anything that yeah showed. uh weird it was so strange because what would he possibly be talking about um like, like industry stuff i guess yeah well and apparently he's like from one of the the documentary the the netflix one he talks about like he goes to big forums and is a brat like the only person in the group is like a successful business right person. it's actually like legitimate yeah and it just it blew me away and he they got he got in there were lexuses and nicer cars in the rental lot he drives off in a ford fusion hmm. yeah and i just this is I, I i know i'm cribbing this joke from somebody who told it to me but i wanted to go up to him and be like man who do you have to blow to drive a lexus <laughs> That would have been great. I mean, but wow. I felt like it's maybe an indictment of where his life is that he was in Edmonton starting his speaking starting tour. His tour. But yeah. he had his assistant was a super cute bearded tattooed guy. Yeah, and I was just like, "Good on you, good on you, buddy." Yeah, yeah, live your best. And life. it was like not a warm day, and he was dressed like he was in the Bahamas. <laughs> wow. I mean, you got to get Evian somehow. That's that's really interesting. What I love. Um, well, one of the things I love is that off mic when you were telling me I've got the craziest celebrity sighting ever. And if that is what you consider a celebrity, then <laughs> I mean, All right. I mean, I love it. It's great. I, I, I think I used celebrity as in someone if either of us saw would be like, holy shit. Well, I mean, infamous like after that, mm-hmm. that crazy scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is by far the best part of that. Yeah, um, he is the breakaway star of that documentary. I know. Yeah, couldn't help but like immediately go on social media after watching that movie, and uh, and the, just like every fucking meme that there was was like just a picture of him and like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I just yeah. it's so strange. Yeah, seeing him in seeing him in Edmonton, like it's not strange. Like every once in a while, you do see people in Edmonton. Mostly Nathan Fillion, the actor, because he's from here. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, I don't know, was it like Mick Jagger a few years ago? Like running along like Saskatchewan Drive? Mm -hmm. Something like that? Oh, yeah. And then um, a couple years ago, Steven Tyler was at Taste of Edmonton. Oh, right. I was so fucking upset when I found (laughs) out about it. Because I, because I actually, I had the day off that day too, and I was like, ah, ah, no. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had some real Schadenfreude over, over that. I was like, you fuckers don't deserve to, <laughs> you basic taste of Edmonton bitches. How mm-hmm. dare you meet Steven Tyler, not me? Anyway, <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> not, no, not at all. Not bitter. Not I, at all. But uh, it's, it was nice to have a story on this podcast that didn't involve hurting myself. Oh yeah, my car got hurt. Yeah, sure. It's connected to me somehow. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have injured yourself in some way since then. Oh, yeah. I had a little, like, back issue. I had to get a massage to 
sorted out. M- massage? We talking like orchids of Asia style? No, like I'm talking about like deep tissue. Oh. And she kept asking, is that hard enough? And I was like, no, no, no. Really? Like, I want like elbow in. I was listening to Never Not Funny, I think, the other day, and someone was talking about deep massages, and it was like, yeah, I like them when they hurt. Like, yeah. it's like, can you stand on me and like stomp on my back? Yeah, I want, I want bruises <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I've never actually gone to a massage. Really? Yeah, I know. It's really, really nice. Because it's just like an hour of your brain being off and somebody like touching you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's not to like? Mm-hmm. I mean, I struggle with my brain being off enough as it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, we might as well get something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? What else? What we else? didn't do our social media. I jumped the gun. You did this. Yes, I did. All right? I did. I was. I am. I brought it up and admitted it before you could even. When you look me. in the mirror later, I want you to be able to admit to yourself that you did this to us. If you'd like to reach out to us on social media, you can find us at Detroit Talk City at Twitter or Detroit Talk City Pod at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook group. We'd love to interact with you if you want to come join, get in on the fun. And of course, we've got a website, and that's Detroit Talk City. Dot com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Scatman Malone. And I'm on those things as E.L. Chris Cook. L. Chris Cook. You, I looked over at you. It was like, it was like the simplest look, in, look on your face. Panic. <laughs> like, oh, no. I didn't realize that promoting my, my personal stuff came now. It, uh, does, it doesn't have to. It's not written in my notes. No, uh, no, I know, but I, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. I just was filled with panic <laughs> over something I know. Yeah. I, we've done every episode. I, I looked into your eyes and there was nothing. <laughs> there, there was just nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, on this podcast, we ostensibly do talk about Kiss. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> We didn't even bring that up. I know. <laughs> Pretty far into the fucking show to uh, not bring it up. I got too excited about my, my about quasi-celebrity the, the sighting. The big celebrity sighting. <laughs> What's that guy's name? I don't even know. Don't even Andy know King. Andy King. All right. Yeah. Um, I tell you, though, he's no king of the mountain. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little fun joke for anyone that knows, because we're going to be talking about that song, which is featured on today's album we're going to be discussing. That, of course, is the 13th studio album by Kiss. We're talking about 1985's Asylum. <laughs> yep. Shut it down. We don't need to do the rest of the show. No, we do. No, we do. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, this is like the meat in the sandwich between Animal Eyes and Crazy Nights, two landmark pieces of crap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this really does uh, play into the the Spinal Tap review of uh, Shit Sandwich. Yeah, exactly. And we yeah. have one guitarist to really thank for that. Do we? Well, this is the first like main album Kulik is on. Yeah. And it's just... There's a lot of shredding. Yeah. There is a lot of shredding. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 well, whatever. We'll get into it. Um, so since the last time we got together, um, you have started working yes. again. And I'm on night shifts right now, which yeah. probably explains why my brain isn't working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we were... We were kind of talking about how, like, I've also done night work before, and it's just, you're living in a different world than everyone else, you mm-hmm. know? I always love it, though, like, when I'm working night shift, when I'm coming home after work and just seeing everyone going to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's almost like this weird sort of pride or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I get that. Not yeah. always, because eventually it just becomes really depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the not having much sunlight. 
Uh, and and as well, I'm rehearsing a show right now, mm-hmm. and uh, so my it's just working nights, and then most days like rehearsing for a few hours is just mm-hmm. my brain is mush, and it's like it's a show called Betrayal by Harold uh, by Harold Pinter, and so it's mm. like this British like funny drama, so it's really heady, and my brain is just having a great time with it. Your brain is hanging upside down, mm-hmm. as the Ramones would say. Yes, quite. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but since you, uh, I believe you started your job right around the time that um, WrestleMania happened, right? Yes. That's, you had to miss Mania yes. because of that. But I went to a lovely party um, held by our, our friend of the show, uh, Taylor, and uh, it was awesome this year. Um, you know? Get ready to sit because I feel like I was at Taylor's place for eight hours watching wrestling, and I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, it was it was crazy. That's a long day. It really is. And actually, the night before Taylor had come over here, and we watched uh, the developmental program NXT their pay per view. So that was another two hours. So, and then it was Raw the next day, and then SmackDown the next day. Oh, so man. like we're talking like if you're a fan, you got to like dedicate like I don't know. 20 hours? That's, to, to, I feel, to, to, feel like the only comparable thing I have is like when I would, back back in the day, watch all three Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. like extended versions in a day. Yeah. And that was insane. Totally. Like I just felt sick afterwards. And that was maybe an hour more. That's like nine hours or yeah. something. <laughs> that reminds me. Um, Endgame, the, the new Avengers movie mm-hmm. just came out on Friday. And I saw um, an article written on, I, I, I think it was the AV Club. And it, the person that wrote it was like, here's the experience of watching 58 straight hours of Avengers, of Marvel movies at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? That, that sounds like Ugh. a living hell, actually. Like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Marvel movies. Me too. I, uh, I really, really want to see Endgame. Yeah, totally. I just think it's so long. But I've, so I've been rewatching them and you can't. Like, you can't do back-to-back like that. You just, like, watch. It's too samey and, like, the CGI and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And just, like, the giant battles and the giant scope of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I only just recently finally watched uh, both Ragnarok and uh, Black Panther. And Mm -hmm. loved them both. Yeah. Such good movies. And those are probably two of the best. Ragnarok is probably my number two favorite behind Guardians now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Endgame looks sweet. Didn't yeah. see Captain Marvel yet, though. I want to. Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, I like. I don't think you need to see it to yeah. see Avengers. It's just it's an origin, origin movie. It's I, I really liked it. I just and this is like totally me, probably like uh, a virtue signaling. But it was just really great to see to have like because all of these superhero movies. What it was like the twenty first or twenty second Marvel movie, and it's the first female female lead and she wasn't like sexualized and shit yeah yeah i hate that term virtue signaling by the Mm -hmm. way i don't don't know it's kind of like um like i I get that it does have a place but i feel like oh it's totally used it's it's used by some yeah it's just used to shit on people who care that who care and it's I, i don't know it's like it's like assholes using like the word triggered to like make yeah. fun of someone. Like you're triggered, buddy. Oh, sorry, sorry to trigger you, yeah. you snowflake. I, th- I guess and it's like you're the one who's fucking triggered I, right now. I guess dude. virtue signaling should be left to describe people like, uh, oh, uh, Gameshi. 
and like yeah. dudes like that yeah, yeah. who have like a degree in women's studies and then are like abusive fucking monsters. The, the biggest fucking assholes that there are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, let's get away from that toxicity. <laughs> um, I was going to mention, we were talking about some nerdy shit with um, wrestling and Avengers and whatnot. Um, I'm quite excited. I'm sure you are too. The return of Game of Thrones. Yes. Have you you've watched the oh, two yeah. episodes so oh, far? Yeah. I've watched them both a couple yeah. times. The, too. the second episode is, I think, my favorite episode of the show. It's it was, just such like calm before like the yeah. epic storm. I've never cried so much in an episode, and really? like joyful tears. Like it wasn't wow sad or upset. It was just yeah. like little things. Yeah, like when some characters hug. And yeah, just this, start crying. This next episode, I think it's the war with the Night King. That's right? a battle of Winterfell. Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, that's the good. one of the longest fight scenes ever filmed. Right. For anything. And isn't it like feature length? Like I think it's like eighty five. Oh yeah. All, all, the the rest of the episodes are just, just movies. Feature length. Yeah. Which is great because we only have four. Four. Yeah. Four more. Yeah. It's all very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I I never ever thought I would be into anything fantasy related. Um, and they pulled it off. Well, it's just the the brilliance of the show is like in the first season, they barely, they kind of hint at fantastical the fan- fantasy. Like it's rooted in, in a show about knights and like medieval kingdoms. It's pretty rooted in reality for the first season. And then you slowly, they like just sprinkle in talking about it. And then it's just, it's great. Now it, it's full Because it just doesn't, because if like the first episode, you have like a wizard casting a spell, people are just turned off. I, yeah, no, no way I would have stuck with but it. But now that, that shit happens all the time. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess isn't, isn't like the very first scene of the first episode, isn't that like with like the white walkers? Yeah, but you barely know anything. It's just like the yeah. three guys walk, like on their horses right. and then you see a pile of corpses done up really like in that. Dancing. Sp- yeah. The way in that, that no, in that spiral pattern. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. The stuff. Wow. That keeps coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Well. I think we've checked off our our nerd columns. <laughs> it's like uh, this. I this is something I saw online the other day. It's like people talking about being nerds, liking Marvel movies and Game of Thrones, like the most <laughs> successful about- entertainment franchises of all time. Being like, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> yeah, totally. Nobody yeah. else likes these things. Exactly. Exactly. Until you're down in the trenches, you've like you playing like RPG games or whatever. Or, or- oh, don't or whatever. I was about. To say something nerdy on my yeah, part, Yeah, but too. you were so dismissive of mine. I wasn't dismissive. You said, or whatever. What is... Or some shit. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. We'll finish your great thought about you. No, uh, it's over. It's... Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. This is, this is what happens when we don't record for a while, and then we're both listening to... Asylum. Asylum by Kiss. For I know, month. like where it's like, and we like the lead up. We had it planned a few times, and like you had a leak in your in your bedroom. Yeah, and so I was listening to the album like a couple times before we had our scheduled record time. So I'm just like spurts of this yeah, fucking just, record. Yeah, exactly. And you know, um, you know what? We're going to be locked into a fucking asylum ourselves <laughs> if we don't just like get this album over with. Yeah. So why don't we do that? We're going to take a break. While we're in that break, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be watching all three videos that were commercially released for MTV play uh, from this album. Uh, those being um, Who Wants to Be Lonely, uh, Tears Are Falling, and Uh all night uh we encourage you to watch them because they're probably the most interesting thing about this album just seeing what uh 
ridiculous shit show is going on. So we're going to do that. We're going to take a break. We'll be back and we're going to be talking about Asylum. Louder! You want some more? And we're back. Yeehaw! Oh, I hope, listeners, I hope you watched those three music videos from this era. Get that 10 minutes, you'll never get back. I Just like us. It's my second time today watching the, those, yeah, the, that trio of videos. They're just bonkers. They're bonkers. They're icky. Yeah, and like, and that's most music videos don't make a lot of sense. That's fine. No. Like, put it, we'll like, put that out there that most don't make sense. These, especially, just... Yeah. Are so insane. We might as well just get right into it and talk about uh, the first video that we watched, and which happened to be the first single from the album. We're talking about Tears Are Falling. What a weird song this is. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I, I decided not to comment on it as we were watching the video, but like, what kind of a song is this exactly? Because it doesn't rock. It's not no. a ballad. No. It's kind of sad, but not really. It's like just soft rock. I just, I it, it kind of it kind of mystifies me. Yeah, it like because like it's not something you can dance to. It's not something you can slow dance to. It's not tender. I don't even like. Like, like are you really gonna sing along to this song? It's like like, it's, like the chorus. Fine, it's got a big chorus. But in the video, but, but it's not like where you want to like shake your fist or like. In bang the your video, head. they are rocking to it. Oh yeah, Paul is doing like spinning kicks and and shit. Yeah. And it's just that that repeats yeah. over and over again. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that video. So they're on a set that I yeah appears to be Peter Pan or, or yeah. Or some sort of Lost Boys. Like Skull Island. Skull or, Island. But at, at one point, Paul does swing across the stage like Tarzan or yeah. something like that. And there's those, you pointed them out that I don't think I noticed, is just TVs on static. Like, on a, a, to have, like, TVs lining the stage and, like, up among, like, the vines and stuff like that. That's strange enough. Mm-hmm. But maybe well, they could. Well, but we, we missed the opening of the video, which is just oh, yeah. a woman in a room ripping curtains down. Exactly. And they go back to that many times. Yeah, and like when I saw that, I was like, tears are falling? Bitch, curtains falling. <laughs> curtains falling! Yeah, but this is, I guess, this is what we should just say about this song. It's like, seems so strange, yeah. but this is just this, and this is like a pure... Paul Stanley song. Pure Paul. Pure Paul Stanley. Yeah, and it ended up being a bit of a small hit. Um, didn't like it got some, it got some pretty big MTV mm-hmm. play. Apparently, it's like at the it's time. the biggest one from the record by far. It was, and yeah. apparently, it was the only like official. And I don't understand this actually, and I, I I didn't look into it, but from everywhere I read, it was the only official single from the album, and yet there are two more videos. Mm-hmm. That's very weird to me. Like, like as if they, so they made like full blown like videos with, uh, I won't call them stories, but whatever. There's a cast and, you know, big sets and stuff like that. But, the, but they weren't considered singles. I, I don't. That doesn't make, I, cause I just assumed that videos were made vid- for singles. Videos are singles and like, you know, they can get radio play. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I found the same thing. And very, even just like 
of the cursory information on the Wikipedia shows Tears Are Falling as this as, single. As the only single, and yet they had three yeah big videos. Anyway, that's uh, Tears Are Falling. Or it's sh- it's apparently like the only song that really ever got like played live, mm-hmm. like it, it, and especially like beyond the uh, Asylum tour. Mm-hmm. So. Well, should we go to the top of the album? What yeah, we're why like, not? What yeah. we're introduced with? Exactly. By the way, we're talking about Asylum. I, we, we went straight into talking about Tears Are Falling. Uh, this is King of the Mountain. Um, I was listening to this album yesterday, and afterwards, I could not get the chorus to this song out of my head. Because it's just, I'm the king! Like, just over and over and over again. Yeah, like, the intro, like, and maybe it's because I'm such a Eric Carr fan anyways. Like, I don't mind the opening of this song like this part up until about I'm here up until about that part yeah. hmm what would be the factor that would make it less enjoyable all of a sudden would it be the preening screaming lunatic yeah I just <laughs> and this is I, I, we like we're almost a broken re- record at this point of yeah. talking about these 80s I'll just turn it off I just kind of wanted to get to the chorus <laughs> Come on, it's, oh, it's yep. the king. All hail the king of the mountain. Here we go. That's all I needed. Yeah, we're just, it's, I just don't like, and I don't think that Paul and Gene knew what aesthetic they were exactly going for. And whatever they landed on, I don't like it. I think, I think what Asylum is, is, is like, that they had, they, they had pretty good success with Animal Eyes. Mm-hmm. Big hit with Heavens on Fire. I think Asylum is really just like a pretty um, flat way of just trying to just copy the success of Animalize. It yeah. worked on Animalize, it'll work on uh, Asylum. Like King of the Mountain uh, is kind of like Asylum's version of like uh, Into the Fire, the beginning yep. of the first song off, right? Like, like mm-hmm. the kind of big, epic, oh, epic and in, sounding in songs. In three weeks, these two albums will be the same album in my mind. Right. Like, so they both start with A. They're, they're, they're one year apart. Um, of course, uh, although the album did have some success, it didn't manage to reach number 20 on the Billboard Top uh, 200 chart. Um, it failed to go platinum. It, it did go gold, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they were unable to replicate the success of Animal Eyes, and actually, the, strangely enough, took 1986 off from putting out an album. Of course, we all know that back then, Kiss put out an album every year. You know, come hell or high water, mm-hmm. uh, the great great song from Crazy Nights, <laughs> which was the insane follow up to uh, to Asylum. Um, what are some other ones? Okay, well, let's uh, let's go on another one of the videos. I've been aware of this song for a long time. This is Who Wants to Be Lonely. Um, I became aware of this song probably 10 years ago via YouTube. Seeing the insane video, I had no idea that that was just like the tip of the iceberg, you know, oh, yeah. in terms of like Kiss 80s videos. But yeah. like, how does how does Paul look in these in these it's... videos, especially this one? Like, 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 how was he dressed exactly? Well, it's... It's so hard to describe. He's wearing this... He has these huge, like, the huge shoulder pads. It's not even just shoulder pads. Yep. Like, it's almost like Splinter's... No, not Splinter. I'm thinking... Shredder. Shredder's armor. Yeah. Like, these huge gold pads. And it's... Like, it's almost military, but done in neon... 
yeah neon colors but somebody had bar- like all of all of these videos yeah. it's just yeah somebody barfed some like crazy straws like, and those all over gloves them. in the like <laughs> i think this video them. they're green with the with the little frills on uh them. no who wants to be lonely that he's got the pink gloves oh, right, with the, the frills pink. tears are falling it's it's it's, it's, it's it's inverted <laughs> it's it's the the neon green yeah and and yeah. this is i think just goes to like not really enjoying that aesthetic of yeah. hair of i'm using quotes hair metal of the oh this is hair metal i know <laughs> this i know <laughs> i know and it's i hate it <laughs> right there is good hair metal i, 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 I know i know I, I, I know that there is good yeah. hair metal this i is, will this is not fight it. anybody who says this is yeah totally and and so and what else is going on in the video like i think we determined it's this some, this it's, one it looks like he's walking through a steel mill and there's like fire like around oh him. yeah but it doesn't stop him from like Dancing oh, and, and dancing can, and clapping his hands and and, and I think they you know, meant, pouting. They and, mean it to be smoke, but you can see the stream from the fog machine that's obviously on like the cart that they're moving backwards. Right. So it's just like this fog blowing at him every couple and, of seconds, and that just took me right out of it. You know, <laughs> like to me, I'm like, okay, I'm I, I'm interested in this guy. I, I, no, no, I'm in, I'm engaged. I want to see where this where this weirdo's going. Uh, so uh, where does he go? Into some sort of spa, right? It's just surrounded by scantily clad women who are in um, showers, yeah, like really dancing hard, like dancing whipping, hard. whipping their hair, like gyrating, and like, I'm like, like way harder than what the music deserves. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like, and I'll give it like the, they look, they do look great. The women, of course, look amazing. Yeah, but all I could think, and I said this while we watched it, is I bet they were so cold. And they probably had to do this for so long. And like, yeah, you can just imagine like stopping down like between takes. You know, there's lots, there's lots of shots. And whatever pervert director they got to do the yeah. video is just like, no, we need more footage, yeah. more. I need another one for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's so. do one for you. Just do anything you want. Be crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're a star, baby. Yeah, yeah. I love that I'm just putting this on, but it's that's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know. There's no microphones. There's no anything. There's lots of you know scissor kicks and shit like that. And yeah, um, of course, Gene looks so uncomfortable yeah, let's, and, and let's weird. Just, let's just talk. And we I, we always talk about this when we're talking about eighties Kiss. But Gene it has is to just, be addressed. He's no, in the wrong place. He does like I can buy Paul as much as I don't like the aesthetic. I buy Paul in it because this is obviously his choice where he wants the band to go. But yeah. Gene just looks awful he doesn't he doesn't look like a rock star he looks like it's much this is the most i believe he looks like second fiddle right just just being well like there's there's multiple parts in the video where like it looks he's barely like opening his eyes or something Mm -hmm. like that it's it's... like he's like so like disinterested in the music like he probably is only just like eyeing up you know the girls oh yeah like doesn't give a shit about this is this is very much he's making his money like this is mm-hmm. just work it's yeah and he's that's the the glam makeup i glam makeup again can look amazing it can look so good yeah but, but it looks horrendous it, on him yeah gene just looks and it, <laughs> he's and we we said this while watching it it seemed like he was doesn't move a lot because he doesn't want his yeah makeup to right he does, of course, do that sweet um, uh, North South bass style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just to like prove that he's playing an instrument mm-hmm. in front. Like, see, I'm. Yeah, he doesn't want it to be out of frame. Yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of Gene, 
Um, one of my favorites on this album is a little song called Trial by Fire. <laughs> now, this is, this is um, some thick, thick cheese. Um, you know. Is this the one that has the little, like, drum solo that sounds? I forgot. But to me, this song is like, I perfectly imagine it, like, being, like, the music underneath of, like, an 80s, like, training montage, where it's like, we're gonna do it, you know? Like, like no, not good enough. And just, like, each scene sees, like, the hero getting, like, progressively a little bit better, you know? Maybe he's, like, lifting, like, you know, like, some weights. That's This video should have been... Kulik joining the band about like him becoming a member of sure. Kiss. Yeah. Like eating a bowl of cereal with root beer in it. <laughs> yeah. The way that all champions do. But yeah, this is like another another ridiculous song where it's like um, a song where it's like I'm gonna live my life and just like, you know, just trying to be positive and in- inspirational. It's like you fucking disingenuous dicks. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I kind of. I don't. Know. It's so cheesy. I kind of. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. I. I. It's of of the songs on the album. It's. I don't. I dislike it the least. Right. It, it could be done by any other dumb pop band mm-hmm. in in the eighties, and and, and 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 end up on some like compilation, and I'd be like, yeah, cool. And you know what? I think I think Gene sounds good in it. Like he sounds fine. Right, because as with most stuff in the 80s, Gene sounds horrible the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like every other Gene song, just horrendous. Yeah. Um, what's, what's, what's something else that, uh, that stuck out to you? We don't need to go through every song on this um, album if, if we don't want to. Okay, well, I will. Uh, I'd like to talk all night, but I just like, I'm falling on, because I was so many times when I was listening through this record, by the time like tears are falling came, I was looking. I was like, "Is this done?" Oh Jesus! The album's only thirty-eight minutes. I know. Too. <laughs> okay. Confession time. Okay. I like this riff. I don't know. It's good. It's it's a sleazy. I don't know. I found myself at work today, kind of like walking in step to it every now and then, and then like realizing, like, oh God, no. <laughs> Um, well, this part, like, this kind of has an Aerosmithy A little bit, yeah. Vibe. And uh, I guess that's why kind of got me. I mean, okay, like, let's address the elephant in the room. It's called Uh All Night, okay? It's one of the dumbest fucking titles I've ever heard yep. in, in anything. Clearly, the song should be called Fuck All Night. That's what it's implying. It's more than implying. It's right there. There's there's no metaphor. Like literally in the video, it shows like scantily clad women like just like thrusting out of bed. Oh yeah. But yeah, you know what? Kind of like the chorus again. <laughs> and if it said fuck all night, I'm in. You know, I, I actually like had that. But it doesn't. It says uh all night. Yeah. And it, and it... I just it's so. I think I think I agree with you with that. If they just, if it, if if it's just like pure raunch, like pure sleaze, just lean into it. But and, this, and like this, like cutesy. But the exactly all of a sudden it's just like, like that's oh, why, like I, oh oh yeah, like, I I I have sex. I, I've I've sexed a lot, you know. Like like uh, of course I uh, all night, you know. It's yeah, it's just so childish and yeah. just and it just like, t- and it's like just. From having to listen to this, from having to have this album in my life for so long, this is just the little like 
fuck you right at the end. <laughs> just like, like we're kind of giving you a, like, like here's a little nibble of this. This could be good. This, this, like with a, with a, with some some more work and some some changes and done in the right way. This could be cool. Yeah. And it and it fails. Yeah. And just like I don't, <laughs> like, I barely yeah. want to talk about the other side. Like, cause this side too, just like the loves a deadly weapon. Blah. I mean, yeah, it's just. Secretly cruel radar for love. <laughs> Secretly cruel um, sucks. That's a Gene song, but it, okay, it does have a lyric in it, which has mystified me, and I've been trying to figure out what the hell it means. It's she wore lingerie with nothing in between. What in the hell does that mean? Because who wears anything between their lingerie? Well, you wear your, like, swimsuit underneath it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you wear your three-piece suit and, you know? Like, I could see, like, she wore a dress with, with nothing, nothing in between. between. But her lingerie with nothing in between. I don't, I don't, that I don't get it. That's nonsense. It's, it's literally exa- nonsense. Like, like, they were just too busy scrawling out the lyrics before. Like a chastity but, but, belt underneath the lingerie. <laughs> Like, like that's a normal thing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's just it's it. it, it's, it but it, that's it that's, actively made me mad today. Like thinking about like like my brain was. But like, this is so much of Kiss is these lyrics that are like we talk about it all the time. Of just the we got this song. Oh, what are the lyrics? As they're in the booth, just being and lingerie with nothing in between. Right. It's just like, uh, guys, can we have a bit of a rewrite on that one? It's fine no. you're talking about lingerie or whatever. Can we just have it make sense? Nobody will care. <laughs> They'll love it. We'll start a trend. People will start yeah. not wearing anything under their lingerie. Like what like are you wearing a second set of like I don't like, I don't get it. Or is it like <laughs> some like like moisturizer? Or sunscreen. But why would that be good? To, I like, don't know. To, to like not be moisturized. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, because the song is terrible. <laughs> this whole album is awful. I hate it. I know. I know. I knew. Oh. <laughs> I know. Because it's, it's not even like, okay, because like, obviously like the follow-up Crazy Nights is insanely terrible, mm-hmm. but it really goes for it in how terrible it is. Like... And that, and I, and I, and I enjoy mm-hmm. it because of that. Yeah. But whereas this is just like, I don't know, just. No, I think I agree with you, and I think the all, all night is the only thing that gets close, and that's why it makes me so mad. That song makes me so mad is because it's like, oh, you could just go for it. Exactly. Just go for it. But it's just like we're being a little clever because this like kind of sounds like a dirty word, but it's not a dirty word. And just <laughs> their whole persona. It's always about being like these badasses, these just sex fiends. Yeah, these, yeah exactly. Like, and the, they have the makeup on, like the, that dark shit, and they just won't. They just don't do de- anything. They don't deliver. There's no. There's nothing that suggests they're anything like what they think they are, ever. I mean, they 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 blow shit up good. You uh, know? Yeah. They shoot. They shoot sparklers out of their guitars, and uh, you know. Gene Simmons spits blood. Here's all. I have something positive. Not on this era. I have something positive for those three videos. I didn't see Gene's tongue once. Hey, I think you're right. Yeah. That's nice. (laughs) Finally. That was, that was, that was kind of. One bit of respite. (laughs) 
one just 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 peeking but you just know it's it's right there yeah it could come out at any moment yeah i'm sorry i got very upset there no no uh, hey uh i love i love your passion i mean because yeah i'm trying to work up the passion to talk about any of these other songs like the song radar for love the only thing i could think of when listening to that or seeing that title is like well what about the song radar love by golden earring you know the very famous song Mm mm-hmm why the fuck are you naming your song Radar for Love? Because they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't care. They probably don't listen to that would be music. That would be like writing a song like called like, Hey, Walk This Way, <laughs> you know, or I'm something not, like that. I'm like, not convinced that they listen to other music other than to like rip off styles. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. So it's, I, I, and, and who gives a shit about the song? It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but yet, yeah. again, Gene, Paul, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Come on the show, guys. <laughs> Come on the show. Oh, is that, um, is that all we're going to talk about? This I don't album? have anything else I, to say about it. I want it to be gone from, okay, and this only hap- This doesn't happen every time. The ritual. But it is coming off of my uh, phone. And, and it is Oh, now- Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't want to leave. Yeah. It's like that scene in, uh, in Evil Dead. Like, it's not going to let us leave. <laughs> oh, delete from library. That is gone. Yeah. Deleted. Um, that's been our talk about Asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your Kiss Army status? <laughs> oh, come on. Jeez, oh. <laughs> Boyle wants to get out of here. No, no. I'm... <laughs> For humor. For um, humor. My Kiss Army status. Well, today didn't help. Um, today did not help, and I'm afraid I might wind up in an asylum of my own after this. Um, uh, geez, if I was enlisted, you know, to get, get me, I'm listed MIA, you know? Yeah, this, this album just, it made me angry. Yeah. Yeah, and... It had been a, it had been a bit since you got angry, right? Yeah, and it's, it's just this... Fucking, we're like Sisyphus, just pushing that rock up and down. It's getting harder and harder. Yeah, Yeah. and like I, it's, it's just albums like this, and it's, and I get, um, I get emotional when I'm talking about Kiss because there have been enough albums that I genuinely like, and they have songs that I like, and that's what's infuriating and so confusing about this fucking band is the peaks and valleys of just this chaos. That is Kiss. That is, I I still find, the, that is one thing to say. I still find it very fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even though that this is our 21st episode, we still have a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, a lot. Um, there's a lot of terrible stuff still to come. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've mentioned it before. The good stuff is is slowly running out. So I'm, I'm trying to dole it out, you know, the, <laughs> in a... In a compassionate way, and not just be like, "Oh shit, it's all gone now." You're mm-hmm. now for the next ten episodes, you're gonna have to just listen to the worst thing ever made. <laughs> because especially to... when we combine in books and yeah. and Gene Simmons' show, which we're gonna be covering all that stuff, guys. Uh, solo albums. The bit, there's a lot more bad stuff than there yeah. is good stuff. Well, to we come. haven't done. Uh, we've done two of the solo albums, yep. so there's. Yep. One that at least will have some bright spots. Yep, I, I'm, Ace, I'm Ace's. I'm absolutely is, considering that to be one of the th- 
three to four good things that we have left to cover. Yeah. Four, four good things that we have left to cover, oh, ace. In, in, in my opinion. Anyway, um, your, yeah, your stat, we know what your status is. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could make some suicide joke, but we're fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're a, you're a kamikaze pilot now. Um, uh, the Chris Kiss quote. Let's get one. All right. Um, this is a little, sorry, sorry for that sound, folks. I just want to be able to read my computer. It's a little longer, not long. It's, don't, you don't have to worry. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I was concerned about the cover, even though I didn't have a problem with it. That era had a lot of neon colors in it, but for a Kiss album, it was a little odd. At least this time, everybody knew who was playing on a Kiss album, whereas I toured with them for Animalize, and nobody was sure who they were seeing. At least I got my foot in the door of, now the real lead guitar player in the band is Bruce Kulik. <laughs> <laughs> who could that be? <laughs> oh, poor Bruce Kulik. Yeah. Everybody, go check, go check out BruceKulik.com if you ever want to laugh. <laughs> I've mentioned it before, but... His like song by song analysis of revenge is oh boy that is some cringy shit, um, yeah, yeah good stuff buddy yeah <laughs> that's hilarious it's right and this is I was trying to find like interviews and stuff about about asylum, asylum. from him because it's like it was the f- first because he was on tour with them yeah. like he said in animalized and it, it, this is the mo- like the main thing he could say it's like well I was in the band now so great yeah like it's got. You know, just to get back on on Asylum again, you know, it's got just there's no there's nothing interesting about it at all. Like I I I always uh, check out UltimateClassicRock.com. They they basically have an article for every Kiss album, so Mm -hmm. it's a good way to get some tidbits, some info, some quotes that you won't necessarily find on Wikipedia or whatever. And there was just nothing for Asylum. Like 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 it was like oh. There was nothing on Wikipedia that was interesting. Yeah, when when even the diehard fans don't really have anything. There's even an Asylum Tour Wikipedia page. There was one funny anecdote on that where they played a small town and happened to be on Easter Sunday. So they had protests from church groups. And uh, apparently Gene and Paul like went out and like greeted like the people protesting. And uh Apparently, there was only 1,900 people at the show. <laughs> that was what I took. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. At first, I was like, oh, protests. Oh, I mean, that's satanic panic time in the 80s. You know, probably, <laughs> you know, devil music. And it's like, no, it's because it's on Easter Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it would have been any anyone performing there. And then it was like, oh, and yeah, they didn't crack 2,000 people. Like, oh, I thought they were doing pretty good at that time. Yeah. That <laughs> makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, like the tour average was a little over six thousand for shows. Not great. Yeah, I bet that. Not, 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 I bet that hurt. Not great for that period of time when that is the most popular music on MTV. Uh, that that style of music, that is to Ugh. say, that style of music. Oh boy, not, not Kiss. Um, I guess we know why they took a year off to try and figure their shit out. I think, yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, and they, and and they, they came back, back with crazy with... nights. Oh, he went for it. I love it. Okay, so that was the Chris Kiss quote. Uh, Now it's time for moi, and uh, it's time for my segment, 
The people let me get this off my chest. Tribute. venture to say it's not about them yeah uh it's not stockholm rock city i mean whatever i mean obviously he's trying to go for like we're all detroit that's, rock city that's that's one that i've heard before and it made me think that we'd listen to it on the on the show but i guarantee it's just because you've played it for me several times in life we might have played it on the show i mean what's the difference we're in some sort of like time loop right now or something <laughs> anyway like sorry if we heard it before <laughs> it's great it's it's a great it's a great yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, that was track 37, only 33 to go. Uh, <laughs> and now it's time to meet your fate, my friend. Um, and by the way, folks, uh, we encourage you at home to follow along with us and uh, listen to these albums with us. You know, that way you have a little more context when you're listening to it. I bet it would probably help your experience. But then again, I also don't want to subject you to any of this, too. So, mm -hmm. you know... You can just enjoy our pain, do whatever you want. We're just happy to have you along for the ride. Mm -hmm. um, but you, you are not getting out of this shit. I know. But this one shouldn't be too bad. Okay. Because your next Kiss My Assignment, we're going Paul Stanley's 1978 solo album. Oh, right on. We're going Paul, not yeah. Ace. Oh, I know. But I know. Paul. And this is one I, this, it's an album I, I don't, I'm not I familiar with it at all. About. I, yeah, I am also not familiar with but it I'm, at all. I'm so happy to yeah. go back. Yeah. And it's apparently like a rock album too. Like it's not whatever Gene was doing. I know you, I know you, your thing with Peter Chris. What? It's, it's the best album we've done. <laughs> but, um, who knows? It might might it might have some gems. I really don't. I really don't know anything about I, it. I am not dreading it. Yep. So, and that man, that's not one of the ones I consider and, one of one of the good ones. This one is neutral to and, me. And right. what a ringing endorsement of <laughs> I am not dreading to do our next episode. Man, sometimes this the damning with faint praise. Oh yeah. So anyway, Gene, don't let us down and come and, on the episode and, and come, come on, on the come, show. Come on the show. Come review Paul's solo album. 
That would be great, actually. Probably, he'd probably talk. I a thought lot this of... was the worst one of all four. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there were some good tunes on that. Sure. Um, of course, I gave him some help. <laughs> you know, sometimes your gene turns it's into like just, it turns into like Ringo. It's just Ringo. <laughs> I know. I just want to give him some help. It's my Gene Simmons impression. I'm from Liverpool. <laughs> the lads. Uh, because we don't like to be completely negative all the time, we like to throw out a special recommendation, a personal recommendation. It can be anything. It could be a song. It can be a movie. It could be an album. It could be um, just a, a place you like to go take a walk, whatever, you know? I don't know. <laughs> just trying to be a little more esoteric, you know? I got places I could recommend for walks. Yeah. They, but that's but a, I'm not going to do that this time. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to, re- and I think last episode I recommended a TV show that Beth, because Beth and I have been watching Doomsday Preppers, but I right. also started watching another show. I started watching that, by the way. It's great, Based right? on your recommendation. Isn't it great? I love it. It's it's insane. So the next one, uh, the second season of Doomsday Preppers, it's I don't like it as much only because some of the people you can tell are like so fucked up. They're like, 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 this is like battered, sad. like battered wives. Oh, like you nah. can tell they're just like crying and like, it's so strange. Anyways, the other show I've gotten into, cause I was just on a like reality show kick is a show called life below zero. Mm. And it follows four different people who live around the Arctic circle in Alaska and so they're all like subsistence hunters and trappers, and it just like follows them. One of the one of the people, most of them are like family units, but one of the people, she's like this fifty some year old woman who's a grandmother who lives alone at the very top of Alaska by herself, and like she's just like this badass woman who talks about getting attacked by bears and stuff. Jesus, like the show is crazy. It's Comparing it to Doomsday Preppers, it's like Doomsday Preppers are like talking about the end of the world, and these are people who would actually survive the end of the world. Interesting. Because they're all just like hunters and trappers, and like, but yeah, there's a really, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Life cool. Below Zero. Super cool. Excellent. Yeah, I've, I've seen that's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen the, uh, the picture for it. Excellent. Um, I'm going to, my recommendation, it's not, um, but I, I saw this movie a few weeks ago. And we were going to record this episode a few weeks ago. And I was like, fucking A, that's my recommend. And weeks later, still my recommend. Um, lots of people saw it. I don't care. Blew my fucking mind. And that's the movie Us, mm. uh, directed by Jordan Peele. Um, some people didn't get it. It was a little divisive. If, if you didn't like that movie and you're a horror fan, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say to you, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Like, it has stayed with me. Like, just incredible. I can't re- recommend it. It's, it's, it's violent. It's gory. It's hilarious. There are so many Easter eggs, so many things going on. Things that, like, just... I, I woke up in the middle of the night recently and, for whatever reason, started thinking about the movie, and I could not get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it just... Yeah, so... Great. Yeah. That's really good to hear. Yeah. I can't wait to see it again. Actually, I liked it more than Get Out, and I loved Get Out. Awesome. So, Yeah. Go check out us, everyone. Do it. So we're going to be wrapping up right away. Uh, before we do that, uh, just like to remind everyone to check us out on Twitter at Detroit Talk City. We're at DetroitTalkCityPod at gmail.com. 
check out our Facebook group, which is just just Detroit talks, just Detroit talks shitty, and let us know what you thought of the album too. Absolutely, we would love to hear from everybody if if you listen to it, or even just our impressions of the album. If you yeah. think that we didn't give it a, enough of a break, enough of a fair shake, uh, we'll tell you you're fucking stupid. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will get into an absolute flame war with you. And, uh, you know, things will get... This is the hill I'm willing to die on, is this album. It's just... Well, there's your fucking Kiss Army status. <laughs> this is the hill you're willing to die on. <laughs> we, we got there. We did it. We did it. We fucking did it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Scatman Malone. Uh, you can find me at E.L. L. Chris Cook. Remember, don't mean spit to us. Wow, wow. That's a Fox and Crocs production.